Grace. Right now, speaking of grace and poise, I'm joined by John Moore. He has neither. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I said it for you. Uh, good morning, friend. How good are you? Good morning. I'm very good. That's, yes. That's good. That's big day. Good. Big day today in politics. Big day today in politics. A lot of discussion will be out there uh, indeed, but you don't need to listen to any other analysis other than ours right now. Exactly. Yeah, that's Top right. Top political analysis in the country. <laughs> that, well, yeah, yeah that, exactly. Ever since Bryce left, at least, anyway. Yes. Yeah. Totally going up. Sorry, Brian. That's exactly right. He can be on TV3. We don't care. Right, yes, of course, we're talking uh, Jacinda Ardern. uh, Well, Andrew Little has stepped down. Commiserations to him. I feel feel a little bit sorry for him. I liked him. I thought, um, you know, for, you know, he lacked a lot of things in the personality department, maybe, for for the voters. Mm. But all in all, I think um, he was leading Labour in an all right direction. Like, I mean, in a direction I think they feel that they had to do, uh, which was cover all their bases, kind of like what Labour's uh, national was doing. So being neoliberal in in terms of economic policy, but still having Mm. some pretty good uh, left-wing social policies. Um, Sure. And that, that's possibly um, the problem with uh, where Labour has been at over recent years. Um, I think they've, they've, they've moved slightly to the left at times, and um, I guess you could describe Andrew Little as slightly to the left of centre. Mm. Um, sure, he was lacking in charisma, but so is Bill English. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think when you look at the two, yeah, the two main contenders, Bill English versus Andrew Little, there wasn't much difference between them in terms of how they connected with the general electorate. Yeah. I think the problem for Labour is that they just weren't able to articulate what they believed in and maybe that's because they didn't really know what they believed in anymore. Yeah, yeah, you think Labour might be lost? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I think that they're in a zombie state. They've been a, a, a dead party walking for quite a few years now, if not quite a few decades. And I think now with this new zeitgeist, the, the, the shift in thinking that we're seeing throughout the Western world, I think Labour doesn't know how to connect with that. Yeah. Um, the Greens do. Well, the I Greens mean, knew they had to get off uh, the centrist boat. Do, and, we, yeah. do we have a big enough issue, though, for that shift, I mean, you look at America uh, and you look at Britain, uh, Britain with Brexit, and I guess in a lot of ways uh, with the states, it was just about battling against Trump. Mm. I think Bernie maybe battling against the establishment. Well, we don't really have an establishment. However, uh, recent polls have shown uh, that uh, up to 60% of the electorate believes that the political system is is inherently against them. Uh, yeah. Favours uh, favors richer people, uh, favours people in better material conditions than the ordinary uh, bloke and bloke, yeah. yes, so yeah. to say. And I think uh, what's telling, what was the test, was Materia Ture and the Greens' relatively radical shift to the left. Was it going to resonate? Was it going to work? Now, on the whole, the media came out against them, and even uh, their so-called uh, partner or friend Labour yeah. uh, attacked Materia Ture. And interesting, uh, Jacinda Ardern said that uh, it's not on to break the law, so quite strongly distanced herself from the Greens. However, the Greens went up um, maybe 4 or 5% yeah. to 15%. And yeah. I, I think that's really points to that uh, 
more uh, radical politics, or at least a party projecting itself in a more radical anti-establishment way, is going to actually work in New Zealand at the moment. Okay, okay. That's interesting, because I often wonder if people just think about that when they're asked the question, and don't think about it any other times, you know? That's quite possibly. I I think uh, people's connection to politics has been... uh, Pretty, pretty strained over recent decades. Uh, a yep. lot of young people don't even think about politics at all. But that, that's, that was very true in America. That was very true in Britain and last, large parts of the Western world. And populist politicians on both the right and left have shown that they can actually draw uh, a new milieu of youth, especially, into politics. Yeah. Well, do we do do billboards need to become memes? <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. Well, it's it's, it's interesting that uh, from Donald Trump to Bernie Sanders to Jeremy Corbyn and etc. One way that those parties have been able to project a new form of politics is by using social media, yeah. using memes, using Facebook, etc. Uh, I think they've got, especially uh, uh, Sanders and Corbyn, have a lot of young people around them who know that a lot of young people just don't read newspapers, whether it's online or in hard oh, yeah. copy, and they get a lot of their news through um, Facebook and Twitter. Oh, it's all BuzzFeed and yep. Huff. And they know that, and they know that yeah. was how to actually draw new people into politics. I don't get that sense with Labour that, that they've quite, even with just under Ardern taking over the leadership, I don't still get, I get the impression they're still not confident enough to connect to this new zeitgeist. It was interesting on The Hub on TV3 last night, where Jacinda Ardern was on the show. She was very articulate, yeah. very charismatic, very confident. Um, and uh, I, I think uh, the way she's able to project herself shows to me that that's going to lead to some increase in yeah. support for Labour. However, when she was asked the question about Jeremy Corbyn uh, and the wave of support he got among from youth and uh, from uh, working people in Britain uh, and whether this uh, offered a model for Labour here she didn't talk about policies at all she didn't talk about Labour's turn to the left in Britain, she just said that it was a sign that uh, things can quite change very quickly in politics momentums can change very quickly okay. she didn't, and I think that was deliberate I think uh, there would there will be lots of talk about the Corbyn phenomena yeah. within Labour circles uh, whether that means that is there a basis for actually turning to the left in New Zealand? And I'm still not getting any sign or any impression from Labour and now from Jacinda Ardern that they see that there's a basis or there's a need to be a bit more radical, be a bit more bold. Okay, well, you know, um, so Jacinda Ardern and uh, Calvin Davis, one and two. Um, I mean, I wonder where he's going to sit on the list now. That's interesting, uh, whether they'll bring him forward. Uh, I'd Mm. say they're probably going to have to, because he was sitting quite far down the list, but he's sitting in a seat. And this is going to be interesting in Titai Tokoro as well, Mm. because, you know, it's going to give him more profile. Um, They're going to see that it's a great chance for the people of Northland to have some really good representation Mm. uh, in in Parliament. But he's up against two pretty strong opposition. Uh, You've got Hone Haurawera, of course, uh, and... Somebody's. Is, oh, is Winnie standing in that seat still? No, no, no. no, no sorry, sorry. He, no, he stands in the general yeah, election. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. But yeah. I, I forget. But, but anyway, go back. Um, I think Hori Hara Wera will be sweating now. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but the. Um, okay, do you think it's the right time for those two? They're both very fresh. 
Mm. You know, uh, I, and I'm not talking about just age. I'm not talking about Jacinda's age here. I'm talking about her experience in that role. I mean, mm. she came back. They they coached her back from London to to um, come. She uh, went to two battles in Auckland Central, lost both of them, mm. won a by-election. Um, so, you know... She's campaigned in three elections, Ooh. essentially. Yes. W- w- which, I, I mean, is some good experience, but still um, a very swift rise. You know, d- will she know all the tricks of the trade? You know, is it really their time, or have they kind of jumped the gun a little bit too quickly? Yeah, arguably they have jumped the gun a little bit. Uh, however, her, I mean, how a politician, how a leader projects himself in the media, uh, both the mainstream media, social media, etc., is all important. Yep. And it, she's showing herself that she can do that very confidently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's far ahead of Bill English uh, in terms of her media projection, oh, really. Second highest following on social media of any politician in the country, well, other, but that was behind John Key, but now he's mm, out, so I think she's mm. the highest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike Hosking has been laying into her a bit, saying that... Well, of course uh, he would. Yes. <laughs> uh, saying that, yes, she doesn't have the experience, and she's never been a cabinet minister, she's never been in cabinet, she's never been in a government. However, that was true for John Key. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, and yeah, it worked out well for John Key, didn't it? Oh, well, I think yes. it did. It did. However, right. he, he was a bit older than uh, Jacinda Ardern, but not, not massively older. I, yeah, I still don't really think age is going to come into it. I mean, she is 37. Mm. It's not like she's an, you know, mm. an 18-year-old. Uh, you know, I mean, what is age? Well, but a number, but, you know, that, I mean, it's yes. silly saying. Yeah. But, um... Uh, if you comes, know, yeah. if you can talk the talk and you can walk the walk and you know what you want to do and you're focused mm. on it and your ideas are good, mm. you, that 37 shouldn't even come into mm. it. I mean, it's sh- no, I don't think I don't think it should either. Um, what she should be judged on is her her background, her experiences, and what she's achieved as a politician. Um, I guess her critics would say, well, what has she actually achieved mm-hmm. as a politician? Yep. And it, it's That's fair. really on the face of it, it's, it's very little yep. as of now. Um, what what her, her wider experience is before becoming a politician? Well, in many ways, she has the stamp of a career politician. Yep. Uh, she was head of um, actually what I believe is the largest youth organisation in the world. The, uh, International Socialist Youth Organisation, which which is actually the youth uh, section of a wider, um, ostensibly socialist uh, international that Labour was a part of, so that social democratic parties and parties to the left uh, are a part of. Interestingly enough, uh, just as an aside, Labour has pulled out of that organisation and moved into a more uh, centrist uh, international organisation. They might have been forced to move out of that (laughs) one uh, through their policy announcements. Um... Okay, so do you think she might pull them back to the left on some things? I mean, you've still mm. got, um, you've still got. Uh, well, I'm forgetting his name. Former USA president. He's Grant still, Robinson. Grant Robinson. He's still on, in charge of finance, mm. uh, and you know, finance is definitely their more centralist, almost centre right leaning yes. um, area. Mm. Uh, is that going to change? Is she going to stamp a mark on? on, on things like that or well, I'm going to be a bit harsh here and say that I think her possibly her biggest problem is going to be Grant Robertson yeah. I think she's very reliant on him for advice she's uh, personally very close to him mm-hmm. uh, they've been friends for a long time yes. they both worked in Helen Clark's office uh, and I think he he has failed um, um, as one 
part of the leadership of Labour to really um, be bold, to be a bit more radical, to differentiate themselves from Labour. He's 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 very Beltway. He's very. Um, I guess a bit of a bureaucratic politician, uh, and he's very cautious and careful. He never says anything. Uh, he seems very controlled when he's speaking mm-hmm. to the media. Um, and uh, to be honest, I think uh, she really needs to distance herself from Grant and bring new people around her who are saying something different. Yeah. Because what his uh, what the Grant Robertsons etc have been saying for the last few years uh, in terms of what Labour should be doing, uh, aiming for the middle, aiming. For that middle, so-called middle New Zealand vote is clearly not working. Yeah, it's yeah. been a, a, a d- disastrous strategy. Yeah, um, and I just don't know if Grant Robertson's got it in him to do a sort of materia ture to suddenly think, "Hey, we need to get off this boat and we need to project ourselves in a completely different way." Okay, okay so mm. maybe people like Stuart Nash. Um, yeah, I mean Stuart Nash is quite a conservative um, and I, I believe that he wanted Andrew Little to stay in the job. Mm-hmm. So again I, I see him as too cautious, too centrist. Uh, well maybe that's why you got Calvin in there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think Calvin's definitely uh, a lot more bold. He's, he's seen as being on the right of the party as being socially conservative but I don't know if that's completely fair yeah. um, and I think some of the campaigns he's led around uh, people being interned in Australia for example, yes. private prisons in New Zealand, shows that he's prote- prepared to be a bit bold and to take risks. Yeah, and it seems like he's done, well, seeing some of the media in the last 24 hours, he's done a lot of good work in his community, mm. in that city of Titai Takoro, uh, and the people up there really appreciate his work and mm. like him, and if he can uh, kind of, I guess, if he can project that on um, through the rest of the nation, and especially through the Maori seats, they've got a good chance of getting all seven, I, I think. think so, yeah. yeah I think yeah. he's highly respected. I've been following him on uh, on Facebook for quite a while, and I, I can see that he's he's been getting involved in everyday concerns of, of people in their electorate, mm-hmm. uh, building himself, building his profile there, building up respect. And, um, yeah, I think he, he could be a future leader of New Zealand very easily. Okay, so do you think, like, I mean, if, if, if you look at it, do you think Labour, where they're sitting now at around 24%, I think, in the last mm. poll, although it's polls, could we be don't, lower. We don't yeah. believe polls anymore, do yes. we? Yes. <laughs> uh, we don't, we don't, I don't believe polls. Um, I've only ever been polled once. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think the signs are now um, that the polls are far less reliable than they were. But do you Absolutely. think they need to get to 35% at least? At least, right? If, if Well, to go without Winnie. If, if, if they want to take Winnie out of the, the calculation, mm. they need to get to at least 35% if, if the Greens can hold their 15%. Mm. But that's the thing. Whose vote are they going to eat into? Who's Jacinda going to take votes from? Is it going to be the Greens? Is it going to be from um, New Zealand First? Is it going to be some of those middle ground... Um, national supporters. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, yeah, if, if, they, if they just tack to the left and, and grab back those votes they've lost to the Greens, then yes, that will, I think that will cement just into Odoon's leadership uh, and make her look like, well, she's, she's brought back some votes for Labour and which is going to bring in a few more MPs and which will make everyone happy. But yes, it won't necessarily increase their chances of leading a government at all. Um, I don't see them getting up to 35%. Mm. Um, I, I I think really um, Jacinda Ardern just needs to uh, salvage uh, 
what she can in, in this disastrous yeah. time for Labour, and she's not going to be um, blamed uh, for um, just keeping Labour within the mid twenties or high twenties. Yeah, uh, she's been put in a very difficult situation, but I. I don't think, I think it's highly unlikely that Labour would be able to um, form a government just with the Greens. Um, it's, yeah, well, it's going to be interesting. I, for, from the feedback I'm seeing on social media, um, people are actually quite, they're celebrating this. Mm-hmm. They're enthused again. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's kind of, um, and I've seen a, a few people saying, you know, I w- was thinking about not voting at all, and now I'm going to vote. Um, so she might be at this point, and we'll see what happens in the future. But I, I think she's definitely going to increase um, their vote. Like you said, I don't mm. know if it's going to go up another ten points. Uh, that'd be quite difficult. But um, we'll revigorate it in, in some way, and maybe like Corbyn has, they might not win, but it still might be a moral victory in, in some way. And we look out for the next three years. Um, it could be time for a shift. Yeah, it could be. I, I think. Um I, I read a piece by David Farah on Kiwi Blog, and he he, he looked Why? at <laughs> good to good to look at a variety of views and a variety of opinions, and um, he's good at his facts, man. He, yeah, he, he, he can. He, he's good at looking at uh, um, previous case studies and statistics, etc. So yeah. he lo- he he compiled a whole lot of data in terms of um, what's been the effect of parties having a new leader, and on the whole, yeah, it usually leads to between three and five percent increase for a party. Um, so I think we can expect that with um, Jacinda Ardern taking over the leadership. What what I think um, needs to be an important lesson for her, I think she very much looks at uh, Trudeau in Canada as a model, mm-hmm. um, and I think she, at, like him, is trying to pro- project a very positive, uh, sunny persona, yep, yep. And, and trying to project politics in a very positive way. Um, however, if she, I get the feeling that Labour. And, and Jacinda, when they look at Trudeau, they're looking at him just in terms of his persona. What was important for the Liberals in Canada is that they not just had a had a uh, very confident, charismatic, relatively young leader, but they also projected themselves to the left. So whereas the Liberals are a very centrist party traditionally, they actually projected themselves to the left of the uh, New Democratic Party, which is the traditional Social Democratic Party, mm-hmm. and, and, and came out with some quite bold radical policies, relatively radical policies in terms of increases in infrastructure spending um, and also some um, quite radical social liberal policies as well like around marijuana, around women's rights indigenous rights etc. I think the lesson for Jacinda Ardern is that yeah it doesn't work anymore just to present a, uh, a good persona and yeah. a good media profile people are really concerned about big issues now mm-hmm. and if Labour just sticks with the same policies with a new leader yes their, their, um, their support will definitely increase but not by enough Right. so what, you, what you're essentially saying is Labour needs to come out and legalise marijuana they need to increase the age of eligibility for super. They need to um, vote, uh, bring in euthanasia uh, and other big things like that. <laughs> well, because like these are the things that the people want. Mm. You see all the polls, and they're all saying yes to these topics, uh, essentially, um, except for you know the la- the generation that's about to be out. So mm. um, you know these are the steps they need to take. Um, I think yeah, I think they need to take risks. Yeah, yeah, and mm. those those are the risks. Um, mm. There's no point in being scared. About 
about losing votes anymore. I mean, the Greens and Missouri Ture took a huge risk. Yeah. That that could have uh, played very badly for them. All right, all right. Well, we're going to have to leave it there, but I'm sure we'll talk more about this on Friday. Um, thank you very for much sure. for coming in this morning, my friend. No problem. Always a pleasure. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed the discussion. Yeah, it's almost time for news headlines.